0: hello and welcome back to the promise from Jesus series on the teachings of Jesus as recorded by John this of course is also known as the Gospel of John and if uh, I haven't told you before I usually do at the beginning of every video if you'd like to contact us the promise from Jesus at gmail.com the promise from Jesus at gmail.com You can also um, post a comment um, on the uh, YouTube site, but some people don't like to do that. So you can also use this email to contact us. Everything is anonymous. We promise that uh, nothing will be ever disclosed. So ask your heart away. And uh, we really appreciate your questions and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Today, we're gonna go into chapter five and this is one of my uh, favorite of, I mean, I, the whole the whole book is my favorite. But this particular story is really interesting because um, it's really interesting that even when Jesus walked on the face of the earth, there was uh, some real scamming going on. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think that word existed back then. But there was a lot of scoundrels back then that were taking advantage of people and uh, uh, you think i think you know what i'm talking about uh, getting started into this you know it says after these things uh jesus he uh left galilee and uh he headed to the judean festival uh up in jerusalem and it says in, in jerusalem there was a sheep market uh, and there was a pond there, and it was called uh, Bethesda in the Hebrew tongue. And it had five porches. And lying around these were a great multitude of sick, blind, lame, and withered, waiting for the stirring of the water. So let's, let's just put this into a perspective. You know, there were these porches around this pond, and there was a, a multitude of, of sick and withered, and uh, very ill people that were there uh, for a healing and they were waiting for a specific situation to happen. Uh, and that, that uh, situation is this. Now you may not have ever heard it this way and I hope so because um, uh, things are not always presented as they should be. But in this particular situation it says, for at an appointed time a messenger and in most other versions, I'm rabbit trailing on you again, and I know I do that a lot, but that's just me. It says, uh, at an appointed time, a messenger, that in many other versions that the word is written in, they use the word angel. An angel is uh, a transliterated word from the Greek language, angelos, angelos. And um We just took it into our language, and we just use it as a word called angel because it conveniently helps to. um, It's just it's convenient for other translators, and so the thing of it is, is that uh, this word actually means a messenger. Okay, so the word angel angelos, the word means messenger. And it's really just that simple. When we talk about angels, we're talking about messengers from our Father, from Jesus, from the Holy Spirit. So it says that a messenger would climb down into the pool and stir the water. So let's just get a perspective on this. At an appointed time, a messenger would come along, climb down into the pool and start stirring the water. Now, when this happened, the lame and the sick and those that were ill, uh, that were on the porches around this pond. And then behind the porches on the ground, there was a multitude of people. And further back on the ground, there was a multitude of people. The porches, they were kind of reserved for uh, the wealthy, those that had an abundance. And and at an appointed time, a messenger would stir this water up. And the first one to step into the water, after it was stirred, became free from whatever disease they were possessed by. Okay, gee, think about this. What a sham, what a scam that was going on. And is it happening today? You can turn on the television, and at any given time, you can find the same kind of thing happening today. People want to give this. People want to give that. They want you to call in. They want you to, not without first saying, send your love gift. Oh, baby. So, this was happening thousands of years ago. It's not new. Remember, the word says there is nothing new under the sun. Nothing. So these kind of shams were going on back then. And guess who was doing them? Who? Guess who was, was leading these? This was happening in the Hebrew church. Yeah, that's right. In Jerusalem. Yeah. And so here a messenger would come along, stir the water up, and the first one and only one only one would be healed of their infirmities. Do you think it was a setup? <sighs> yeah, probably so, right? Because the person that was up on the porch, who was very special, was able to get there and knew, hey, yeah, okay, I wasn't there. And you all might be saying, Rick, how do you, hey, Holy Spirit, teach us. Just show us, Okay. So, listen to this. Listen to this. I'm going to move on from that because I'm running at it a little bit too much. And so, this is what it says. Uh, now, there was a certain man in that place, 38 years, who still had the disease. Now, do you think if this was from God, if you think if this was from the Holy Spirit? That only one person would be healed, and that somebody would be laying on the ground for 38 years? Hmm. So, 38 years this person had been there, and he still had the disease. So here comes Jesus now. Jesus is coming along, and he saw this person lying, and knew he had been possessed for a long time, 38 years. And he said to him, Are you ready to be healed? That's what he said. And guess what? Jesus is saying that today to each and every one of us. You that are watching, your friends, your family. Jesus is saying today, are you ready to be healed? Because he is ready to heal you right now. Not 38 years from now not when the water is stirred, not when you send in your love offering, not when you get a piece of cloth that's been prayed over, not when a group of people lay hands on you and begin to speak in other languages. I'm telling you, Jesus said, are you ready to be healed now? And that's a choice you make now. Watch this weakened. Verse 7. This is the man that's been laying there for 38 years. Weakened. He answered him, Lord, when the water is stirred, I don't have any man to place me into the pool. But while I am coming, another goes before me. You can see the mob mentality, can't you? People shoving. and, and But yet, when the water was stirred, The one that got in first, and I'm sure that was always staged. Oh, I don't believe I just said that. Well, goes before me, he says. Jesus said to him, get up, take up your bed and walk. That was it. All right. He didn't want to hear the reasons why this sham wasn't working he just turned to him and said get up take up your bed and walk and immediately the man became healed then took up his bed and walked now that day was the sabbath therefore the judeans said you are not permitted to take up your bed on the day of rest Well, wait a second. There's really no time frame in this story. So it said that a messenger came down and stirred the water. So that was on the Sabbath, wasn't it? And the first one in was healed. So it was okay for them to run their sham, but it wasn't okay for the Almighty Father Jesus, in, in, in their presence, to say to this man, get up, take up your bed, and walk. So, you know the story, okay? The, the Pharisees and the Sadducees questioned this man and really grilled him and, you know, tried to put condemnation on him that uh, what had went down was wrong. And they wanted to know who the man was. Who is this man, you know, that did this to you? And of course, this man told him, he said, I don't know. I don't know. I just know that he told me to get up and I was able to get up. He asked me if I was ready. Are you ready to be healed? And I told him, hey, I can't. I can't get there. He didn't even care what I had to say about justifying why I couldn't get to the pool. He just told me to get up take up my bed, and walk. I'm telling you, if you have the faith, the grain of a mustard seed, you can apply this to your life right now. You can apply this to your life right now. Not with anybody or anyone or any any particular fellowship, any particular ministry or minister, okay? But you can apply this to your life by the Holy Spirit, through jesus through the holy spirit you can do this right now whatever your infirmity is whatever your sickness your disease whatever is is plaguing you if you can just trust jesus when he said get up and apply that to your life i promise you you will receive a healing And if you need another, you will receive another. And if you need yet another, you will receive yet another. Until you are made completely whole of whatever is keeping you from doing this. Remember, we had talked back in chapter 4. Where Jesus said, some of you have entered yourself into troubles. And, the, and this is what we do as human beings. We enter ourselves into troubles and, and we don't have to actually go out there and get ourselves into trouble, whatever that trouble might be, okay? We can enter ourselves into trouble right here, okay? Right here on the playing field where the game is played right here in your head that can keep you from being fulfilled with the joy, the happiness, the power, Of the Holy Spirit to keep you from receiving healings in your life don't enter yourself into something that Jesus wants to give you this man he started right off with excuses and Jesus just looked over him and said get up So there's a reason for this. And we really don't know why Jesus went to this man who had been there for 38 years. If this man was, in fact, maybe possibly a a child of God and that he was born for this moment in front of all these people. Because you have to put this into a complete perspective, okay? You have to remember that there was a multitude of people there. Not only on these porches, but on the ground around them, behind them, between them, all over the place. And they saw this man get up. And he had been there for 38 years. So I'm pretty much sure they all knew him. So can you even imagine that he was born for this moment? Wow. Wow. That's that's powerful. When you stop to think about it, it is huge. That is just huge. This man gets up in front of all these people, which I'm sure he has known for all this time, and walks away. And they saw who was standing there with him. How many of them do you think got up? and one after Jesus it doesn't tell us it doesn't tell us what happened after that other than the Pharisees stepped in and and tried to bring condemnation upon the whole thing and and uh, who was this man okay so watch this after these things Jesus found this man in the temple And said to him, Listen, being restored, being healed, sin no more, that something worse does not happen to you. This is verse 14. You can look at it in your version, whatever version you look or you like. Check it out. He says to him, Listen, being healed, being restored. Sin no more. That something worse does not happen to you. How do you take that? How do you perceive what Jesus is saying here? Think about it. Ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. What? Jesus says sin no more. Okay? Okay. Least something worse comes upon you. Does that not say that if you are active in a sinful nature, that it is going to bring sickness, disease, disability upon your life? Now listen, I have brothers and sisters that are blessed. They are filled with the Holy Spirit. They are called And they have infirmities in their lives, as as do any of us that are aging, okay? As we age, you know, things are not the same as when we were young. I am talking about infirmities that have you disconnected. You are disconnected from God. You are disconnected from the Holy Spirit, from Jesus, that is the worst infirmity that you could possibly have, okay, to be disconnected. And when once you're disconnected, then it is true. Any kind of sickness, any kind of disease, any kind of, of disability can come upon your life, and it can crush you. It can crush you. That is what happens in the world. The world is full of disease and sickness and disabilities. But the child of God who walks according to the word of God, who lives their life in the grace, the Holy Spirit, and has that Holy Spirit working in their life day by day, that child of God, I'm telling you right now, is blessed. And whatsoever you ask, you will receive. And that includes right here. Are you ready to be healed? get up get up don't wait anymore so i'm looking to see if you can just pause with me for a moment okay i wanted to see how long i was into this video the reason being is that i'm trying to make them a little bit shorter and i i uh, i'm doing it for your benefit and for some of the requests that are coming in. So, at this time, I'm going to stop at this point. This has been a, a good teaching. We'll go back over it quickly in, uh, on the next video and we'll continue forward. Just remember if you haven't done this, get up. Jesus is calling. Now's the time. Okay? Allow your faith to work. Allow your faith to spring forth. All right. Now, remember, you know, these teachings, this this ministry is dedicated to the children of God. And so I know who I'm talking to. And so I don't have to go over certain things that are repetitive in most ministries. So, again, any questions uh, that you might have? Write to us at thepromisefromjesus@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can leave a comment. And I really appreciate you uh, taking time to look at this video. And if you're new, welcome. Welcome. And if you're a return visitor, double welcome to you because you love Jesus. Because people aren't going to keep coming back to this if they don't love Jesus. So until the next time, I want to say Jesus loves you. God bless And let your soul rest in the Holy Spirit. Until next time, bye-bye.